Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 45, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls. We are almost finished with the book of James, and today we will very much be finished with week number nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, so if any raccoons are listening who got pregnant on day number one, then congratulations on your newborn kits. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, Marv, it's Friday. We both know what that means. Oh, we sure do, Dave. The cow comeback continues. Let's do this! What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. Hi, Gary. So, what's going on in the world of squirrels, Gary? Oh, it's nuts, Dave. The price of acorns is skyrocketing. Oh, really? How come? Well, Dave, to answer that would take an in-depth analysis of the squirrel economy. But, although it's overly simplistic, I'm sure I don't need to tell any of our listeners that any time the Asian chestnut harvest outweighs the European beechnut harvest, well, it's going to be the ordinary hard-working squirrel that's going to pay for it. Huh. Um... Okay, so, are you guys ready for the quiz? Oh, we sure are, Gary. Let's do this. Okay, then. Here we go. Question one from this week. James said that being a Christian should change how we act. He said faith without deeds was what? Oh, that's an easy-peasy one, Dave. Yep, I got that one for sure. Yeah, I got that one too. Okay, here comes question two. In Hosea, we read of the children he had with Gomer. God gave them special names that were a message for Israel. But how many children were there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I got it, Dave, although... I can't remember what their names were. Yeah, me neither, Marvin. But, yep, I think I've got that too. Okay, so question three. We've just been reading James, but how many other books of the Bible begin with the letter J? Okay, so Gary, if there was maybe a first and a second and even a third book that begins with J, well, how do we count that? Okay, so if there was a first, second, and third book, that would count as three. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, yep, Dave, I've got my guess. Mm, yeah, yep, me too, Marv. Okay, Gary, take us through it. Okay, question one. James said faith without deeds was what? Dead, Gary. <laughs> yep, that's what I put too. That's right. Okay, question two. How many children did Hosea have with Gomer? Oh, I think it was three, Dave, right? Yep, I put three as well. That's right. A son called Jezreel? A daughter called Lo Ruhama, and another son called Lo Ami. Okay, good job. So, question three How many other books begin with J? Well, Dave, I could think of eight, but I figured I'd probably miss two or three, so yeah, I guessed 11. Oh, we're very close, Marvin. See, I could think of nine, and I thought I'd probably forgotten at least one, so I guessed 10. Well, there's Joshua, Judges, Job, 
Jeremiah, Joel, and Jonah. So that's six in the Old Testament. Then there's John, there's 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and there's Jude in the New Testament. So that's five more, which makes 11 in total, 12 including James. Oh, hey, I got it. Great. Yeah, yeah, I forgot Job and Jonah. Well done, Marvin. And yep, that brings it back to all square. After nine weeks, it is for all. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's great. So we're back to where we started, Dave. Or, you know, you might say nine weeks of quizzes have all been for nothing. Yeah, let's pretend that's not true, Marvin. Okay, thanks, Gary. Another great quiz. No problem. Hey, I'll see you guys next Friday. Bye, everyone. Okay, Marvin. So, well, for us, it's time for another reading in James. And I'm glad to say Richard's back today. Now, yesterday, Marvin, we read how James wanted Christians to take their sins seriously. Yeah, and to stop fighting and arguing and stuff. Yep, that too. So, today, James wants to challenge Christians. Have they really put Jesus in charge? Okay, okay. So, well, what are we listening for, Dave? Okay, so James asks a question. He asks, what is your life? And then he says, you are a something. So what is that something? Okay, so you are a what? Got it, Dave. Oh, welcome back, Richard. Hi again, everyone. Today's reading is from James chapter 4, verse 11, through to chapter 5, verse 6. My brothers and sisters, don't speak against one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister speaks against the law. And anyone who judges another believer judges the law. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it. Instead, you are acting as if you were its judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge. He is the God who is able to save life or destroy it. But who are you to judge your neighbour? Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city. We will spend a year there. We will buy and sell and make money. You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? It is a mist that appears for a little while. Then it disappears. Instead, you should say, If it pleases the Lord, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you brag. You brag about the evil plans your pride produces. This kind of bragging is evil. So suppose someone knows the good deeds they should do, but suppose they don't do them. By not doing these good deeds, they sin. You rich people, listen to me. Cry and weep, because you will soon be suffering. Your riches have rotted, moths have eaten your clothes, your gold and silver have lost their brightness, their dullness will be a witness against you. Your wanting more and more will eat your body like fire. You have stored up riches in these last days. You have even failed to pay the workers who mowed your fields. Their pay is crying out against you. The cries of those who gathered the harvest have reached the ears of the Lord. He rules over all. You have lived an easy life on earth. You have given yourselves everything you wanted. You have made yourselves fat like cattle that will soon be butchered. You have judged and murdered people who aren't guilty, and they weren't even opposing you. Thanks, Richard. Okay, Marv, so what did Jim say? You are a what? Oh, a mist, Dave. Yeah, that appears for a little while and then vanishes. That's right, Marvin. Good job. James is asking us, have we forgotten who's really in charge? We can make plans. We can plan out our entire lives. And we can get rich. 
You might have lots of money and feel like you've got everything you need, a big house and lots of cash and you're able to buy whatever you want. But if you've forgotten who's really in charge of your life, well, we can make plans, we can get rich, but God is the one in control. We can't add a single day to our lives. And in the end, our plans and all our money won't count for very much. It will all be left behind. And what will count is if we have trusted and loved the Lord Jesus. That's what's most important. Okay, so... Dave, we shouldn't make any plans or shouldn't have much money? Well, that's a good question. But no, it's not that making plans is bad. And it's not like having any money is bad. But if that's what our life is about, if that's what we rely on, if that's what makes us feel secure, well, that's taking the place of God. Oh, I see. Hmm, I think. So Marvin, if you love and follow Jesus, well, yeah, you might work hard and you might earn lots of money, but you won't rely on it. You won't think, yep, I have my money. I have everything I could ever need. This is what life is about. You see, if you love and follow Jesus, you'll thank God for blessing you with that money. You know what? You'll probably ask God, how do you want me to use this money for your glory? You see the difference? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. And if you love and follow Jesus, you'll still make plans. There'll still be things you want to do. But the thing is, those plans will not be as important as asking and figuring out what God's plans are and following him. And, you know, if his plans are different from yours, well, then his plans will always win. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's putting God in charge of the whole lot, huh? That's it, Marvin. Our money and our plans, those are not the things we spend our life focusing on and working on. The money and the plans we have, just like everything else we have, we give them to God and we say, God, you're the boss. What you want and what you want us to do is just way more important than anything we want or what we want to do. We give it all to him. We put him in charge of the whole lot. Okay, yeah, got you, Dave. So boys and girls, us, we are a mist. We're here today and gone tomorrow. But remember, that's not to say we're not important to God. He loves us very much. Jesus died to save us. But as we realize that our plans don't count for that much, sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't, isn't it good to know that our God is not like that? He knows exactly what is going on and he is working in all things. His plans always work out the way he means them to. We do not put our trust in a mist. God is our solid rock who never changes. So today, let's thank and praise him that we can put our trust in his plans, the God who knows all things, the God who is in control. Yeah, amen, Dave. That is good to know for a misty little cow like me. It sure is. And, well, that is where we'll leave it for week nine, boys and girls. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back on Monday to finish up the book of James and start week 10. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.